live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh. the Alamo. He's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition, Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product. Welcome to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and the newest member of the Nintendo Switch Owners Club, me, James Campbell. Hey! We found one. Oh, that's great. Yes. How'd you, who'd you have to kill for it? I didn't have to kill anybody. I had a hot for tip real? on social media. Ooh. Nobody died, and I paid suggested retail price. That's your biggest win of the nice. day. That is the biggest nice. win. Congratulations. Thank you. Can a boost in testosterone give you an edge as a gamer? Well, one Fortnite player thought so, and we'll talk about the bizarre thing he did to get an edge on the competition in just a little bit, because right now, it is all about the PS5 and what we saw during the big reveal event. After rescheduling from their previous date, Sony held their big PS5 reveal event last week on the 11th, and finally unveiled the highly anticipated next-gen console. We got a peek at what the new console will look like, and also a taste of a little over 20 new titles coming out for the system. Robbie, what can you tell us about the reveal? What I can tell you is that PlayStation uh, owners and uh, Sony fanboys are a hype off of this because Sony did exactly what Microsoft should have did, right? They didn't come out and try to give this big, long thing where they're, like, you know, getting into in-depth about stuff. They go, look, it's coming. We're here finally, and we're going to let our games do the talking. And then that was it. They showed off 20 games and, and what I really loved about this is that there was a lot of big AAA titles in there, right? Spider-Man, Miles Morales is coming out. Uh, a new Ratchet and Clank is coming out. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is coming out. I'm so hyped for that game. But they also included in there a lot of, like, new indie sort of titles, too. Stuff that, you know, this guy over here, Weird Beard, would be appreciating. And, and honestly, that I thought were kind of a little cool looking, too. Yeah, like, I think the biggest thing, the biggest win to take out of this, Sony wins by not being nerdy. Like, they never not once talked about... Their teraflops. Yeah, they didn't yeah. talk about what you can expect, or they just showed it, right? Like, the stuff that, that was shown during the presentation was essentially, it felt like an E3 presentation. It's a, that's exactly what it was. Packaged and I was getting that same people. vibe, too. I was like, oh, this feels like I'm at like a, like a big event, and, there was and this is what they would show on the big screen. Everybody, can right. I, whether it was snack bugs, which is little bugs made of snacks, like yeah. strawberries running around, or whether it was Resident Evil 8, which, by the way, second at Resident Evil reveal in a row where I did not realize what it was until they were telling me what it was. All I knew was it was scary. Yeah. All right, so I was like, James this is going like, to be a scary. I'm, I can't <laughs> play this we're one. We're playing that together, James, when it comes right. out. You're going to have to hold me, Robbie. <laughs> do you want right, to know that. the craziest conspiracy theory that's come out of this that I'm really into? What? Conspiracy theory. So while you're watching the entire reveal, if you want to watch it, it's actually up on our website at CheckpointXP.com. So um, at the beginning, a guy comes on and he says, everything you're going to see after this has been captured on a PlayStation 5. Yeah. Yeah. The conspiracy theory is in between the game demos, there was people that came on and talked. People are saying that those people were AI and not real people. Oh, that, no, listen, listen to me. Wait a no. second. Wait a second. What? That it was so realistic looking because the graphics are so good that those are actually not real people. That if you go back and are watch. Are you talking it, about like the people that were from? We're from the design team on yes. this game. All right. Yes. That's, that's going I don't a know about that. too deep. All, I think so. All yeah. I'm saying is that at the very least, it shows that people are interested and cared about this presentation. If you, okay. if you give me a conspiracy theory on something, it's usually. That's, okay, I'll give you 
because you're involved yeah. in what's happening. Fair enough. If you like the Xbox presentation, tell me what came out of that other than a couple of memes for maybe three, four days. That was it, and that's it. You yeah. haven't heard a peep from it. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the big thing here, the big reveal, is we finally got to see what the console looks like. It has this this new sort of sleek white design. It looks like a giant tortilla wrapped around <laughs> tortilla <laughs> wrapped around the black. Where people say like, it reminds me of uh, uh, reminds them of their like Wi-Fi router. Uh, James, you said it looks like I think Avengers it looks like the Avengers Tower. Tower. I love that. That's so great. From the Age of Ultron. Yeah. That's so, what it looks like. So overall, I feel like people either love it or they hate it. There's no in-between. So just around the room here, do you guys dig the design? I love the design. I think it's sleek. It looks fancy. It looks futuristic. I'm sick of black boxes. Yeah. That's, that's this, what everything's looked like. Yeah. Finally, it doesn't look like a DVD there. player. The only yes. thing that I don't like about it, because it looks cool standing up, but I think I, I normally do prefer my, to put mine down flat, and with the way the design has more of like the curved edges instead mm-hmm. of like, you know, the sleek sort of defined edges. It does look a, a little weird sitting on its side. Uh, but I think the biggest downside here, the, the, the only thing that people are disappointed about, and I understand why they held back on it, they still need more to talk about, is we still don't have a specific date besides holiday 2020, and there's still no price point. And you know what's crazy about that? I never even considered having to buy or choose between which of these two consoles to buy because remember the PlayStation 5 is two consoles in the fact that they are offering one with a disk drive and one that's digital only. All digital only. You have to download everything. Which is crazy but listen if there's a price break of like $200 mm-hmm. on a digital eh, probably only Probably $100. One, I, that's even still That's pushing. a significant amount of money to be to, to take no, off of fair. a console. It yeah. is. It is. It's definitely fair. So, uh, I mean, I, I think I don't think that people should be surprised that they didn't give a price point, right? Because with the big reveal of PS5 now, I think both Microsoft and Sony, they're out the gate now. The race is on, and at this point, it's all about playing price chicken. And if you have right? to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that Sony's waiting for Microsoft to put their number out. Oh, absolutely. So they can see just how low they can go. It's going to be a battle to see all who about puts undercutting the price out first. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. We know it's going to come out holiday sometime, probably November-ish. Uh, no price point yet. We're going to talk more about the Sony PlayStation 5 reveal event, specifically our personal opinions of what we saw during the presentation in just a moment, because now it's time for our close shave of the week. Time is up. Oh, my God. Checkpoint XP's close shave. Watch it at CheckpointXP.com. AZK, Brax, Crashies, Food, and Skadoodle continue to show off why they are considered to be the number one team in Valorant right now as they stomp through the competition in the Twitch Rivals Tournament for Valorant's opening weekend. Listen as T1 pull out the win in a tight championship game against Myth. However, it will be a quick dart from Color out on, on the spawn position to try to find those frags on the site. Not going to happen for him, though. AZK, meanwhile, making his way from Puka to try and do some damage. And now it's AZK against two. It's going to be a difficult one here. Let's see what he can do. He is going to get tagged by the recon ball. That's really annoying. They know precisely where he is. And now the dark cover as well to make his life even more hellish. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, my god. The dark cover is great. Through the bottom, through the lip. Oh! The push through the dark cover. Oh my god. I don't think AZK had any idea that he was going to win that clutch. All right. Congrats to T1 as they continue to dominate the Valorant scene as it exists now. And also, congratulations to Skadoodle, my new favorite gamer name to say <laughs> on the radio Skadoodle. Congrats, T1. Remember, if you ever miss a close shave of the week, you can find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com. Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game.
You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We were just talking about what Sony showed us when they finally unveiled the highly anticipated PS5 last week during their reveal live stream. Now, we're going to discuss our personal thoughts on the event. All right, first of all, if you're not hyped for for PlayStation after this, I, I don't know what you're doing with your life because I think the biggest compliment that I can give this is there wasn't a single game that I saw on there that A, didn't look beautiful, but B, that I wouldn't at least give a chance to. Like, if you sat down in front of me and said, hey, try this game out, I would at least give it one go. Even that weird, like, furry game where there's, like, dragons at high school, and I, at first I thought it was, like, <laughs> yeah, what, what <laughs> was that game? Okay, that game is going to be uh, great. Goodbye, Volcano High. Is that what yeah, that's called? what yeah. it was. Yes. And yep. actually, later this week, I'm going to be talking with the lead writer of that game. Interesting. So, awesome. Very I'm pr- cool. I'm pretty excited yeah. because it, it shows Sony is comfortable enough to at least do weird stuff. They're not just, yes. here's not there a bunch was of shooters. There was something for everybody in there, whether it was the AAA stuff like Spider-Man or Horizon 2 or just this really weird indie stuff. What, what about you, James? Tell so, me you're not hyped on me, PlayStation. I'm not, I'm not super hyped on PlayStation. That's not what I, asked you I know, do, I know. But I'm telling you, I'm not like hyped like, oh my God, I got to rush out and get the new PS5. You know, I thought the actual reveal was kind of long. Like, I, I felt it was a little too long for me. They even advertised the game that's not coming out until. 2022. They're getting you hyped. Oh. I thought Death Loop looked cool. Death Loop looks great, and I will destroy you in it. Oh, he's already he's already telling me he's going to destroy me in the game. <laughs> we haven't even played it yet. I thought that game looked great. The Spider Man looked great. Uh, it was the, the Miles uh, Spider Man the Miles game. Uh, I thought that looked fantastic. I'm excited to get in, involved in that. But there wasn't a lot that I was like, you know what? I absolutely I got to rush out. I got to get the PS5 because these are the games that I want to play. ASAP. I will say the new Square Enix uh, IP looks uh, really good. Anthea, yeah. Yes. Now, for warning, Square Enix is notorious for very long development cycles, so we're probably not going to get that until 2030. But yeah, I'm excited too. The The biggest one to come out of this, though, is the fact that they brought back Oddworld, and they have a brand new Ratchet & Clank. Like, again, the games that sold the most on the PS2 and PS3 eras were like your Jack and Daxters, your Ratchet and Clanks. A lot of those platformers. Yeah, a kind of platformers that where you collect a bunch of stuff and you can pick it up and put it down. I think too many game companies have become involved with this, like here's 100,000 hours of content, like your Destiny failures, right? Where they expect it to be a, a whole life-consuming thing. To see Sony put Ratchet and Clank Towards the beginning of the presentation, almost, I think shows that they have faith in, like, yo, we got some games that are good, even if you're not, like, the 5,000-hour well, old. They're I also going to cash in on nostalgia. Yes. I, I mean, Ratchet and Clank, I would still honestly, especially given that it has nostalgia on it, the same thing like Crash Bandicoot, I still think that people consider those major franchises, but... To add on to your point, the fact that we saw things like uh, uh, the Little Devils Inside or or Solar Vortex, or, or, or I think that's what it was, or, or Solar Solar Ash. That's, that's what it was. It. Sorry, Solar Ash. That they're putting these indie games that no one's ever heard of interspliced in between these big <laughs> titles shows that that I think that 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 they have confidence in and they're willing to invest in the indie scene, in the smaller games as well. It's not just about your big AAA 60 to 70 hour games. I mean, they still have those though. They had Hitman yes, 3 in did. there, yep. which was phenomenal. They're equal on, on in yeah. Sony's eyes and that's a great way for a publishing and developer like Sony to look at it. Alrighty, a Fortnite player had an interesting theory on how to gain an edge on the competition. Now, how did it involve e-girls? Wait, well, what? Yeah, e-girls. <laughs> you got Robbie's attention. I'm interested. Yeah. Well, you'll find out in just a little bit because ahead next, 
Robbie and Weird Beard have some advice for me as a new Nintendo Switch owner. That's coming up next on Checkpoint XP. Esports is one of the only things going on during the COVID-19 outbreak, and Collegiate Esports is no different. So if you want the hottest news for college esports, check us out at Checkpoint XP on campus. That's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, B-Pod Studios, and wherever you get your podcasts. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. I'm James Campbell. Along with me is Robbie Landis, as well as somebody that feels very strongly that pineapple belongs on his pizza, Weird Beard. You have no idea how ready I am to die in battle convincing people I saw a video where you told people to come fight you about it. He tricked me into it once. First of all, first (laughs) of all, I've eaten a Hawaiian pizza before. Yeah. It's fine, right? But he tricked me once because he got a pizza. It was like it was. It was I think it was actually like a, a barbecue chicken, right? Ooh, but then it had it had the pineapple underneath the cheese. Oh. So you looked at it and you're just like, oh, barbecue chicken, great. And then there was pineapple in it. Got to be on the lookout for the hidden pineapple, Robbie. All right, so I talked about it earlier in the show. I finally have joined the club of being a Nintendo Switch owner. Only took you three years. Congratulations. It took a long time, but thank you. I'm so happy to be a part of the club. At first, uh, I'll be honest, I I didn't really understand the Switch at first. And I don't know why, because now that I have one, it's like the simplest concept. Yeah, I didn't understand because I'm like, it's portable. Or you can play it on your TV. And or now, it's portable. Now, here's the thing. You're going to end up playing it portable way more than you are. I already have. I, and, and honestly, yep. I, I honestly thought when I first got it, too, because, you know, I, I like to have my games on the big screen. I don't like to play small portable games. Yeah. But even games like the big RPGs, like, I'm still just walking around the house playing it portable. I'm I'm with you guys. This I, I assume the first thing I'm going to do, I'll get it connected to the TV. Me and my fiance are going to be playing this nonstop. That's not the way it went. I have it. And I've just been sitting on the couch playing it while she's watching TV. I'm playing Tetris 99. Uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of the old school uh, Nintendo games, uh, Super Nintendo games. I've been catching up on that stuff until I decided to pull the trigger on an actual real game. So, 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 real quick, there there wasn't any like epic tomfoolery in in finding it. Like, like, well, here's how that that rolled out. So, I've had people that know I've been on the search for a Switch. All right. So you've had like your feelers out, your little birds, yeah, right? Like okay. I've had conversations. People are like, okay, I know some people that work at some game stores. If I hear anything, we'll let you know. Usually, if one falls off a truck, they're going to give you a call. Exactly right, that okay. whole kind yeah. of setup. Yeah, yeah. So typically, once I find out about it, they're already gone. They're sold out. Ah. Well, on Facebook, somebody tagged me on a post of a friend of theirs that works at a GameStop, and they said, "We just got a shipment in. We have five, and that was real early in the day. Probably when probably when the store opened." I was like, oh, man, I bet you they're not, they're not going to have any. So I asked, you know, how many do you have left? Ooh. Yeah. Famous last words. Two. Oh, no. Oh. It's getting close to closing time. Can't you, you ask go. him to hold it? No, there's nope. no holding. There's oh. no holding, and especially not nowadays. You could have been like, I'll slot an extra like 20 bucks in there for you. Hold it for me. Well, I mean, I totally would have offered that, but uh-huh. I don't think they're going to go for it. So I had to have my fiance drive me because I was under the influence. <laughs> 
drive Wait, me. On. You just said it was early in the day. Well, when that post was made, it was oh, early in the okay. day. Sorry. <laughs> Not to clarify. It was at the end of the day. I was already winding Fair. down. Fair. Okay, I got Getting you. ready for bedtime, you know. Um, so I had to have my fiance drive me to a GameStop 45 minutes away from the house. <laughs> I then had to wait in the GameStop for about 30 minutes because their computer system went down. And I was not going to leave no. and drive back. All they had to do was walk in the back to see if it was there, right? Yeah, well, it was there. I just had to pay for it. Oh. You know, There's still some transactions that had to transpire. Oh, I Slide my credit card. I got to pay the man. You know, got to pay the piper to get the switch. And drove home. I've never <laughs> drove home <laughs> so excited in my entire life. So so what games do you have for it besides Tetris 99? Um, Tetris 99, and I've, I've downloaded like the old school Nintendo, oh, the okay. NES, and the right. SNES. Okay. Uh, Throwback cool. stuff. Because I'm kind of waiting on certain games. I wanted Mario Kart 8, but you guys know I'm weird. I need to have the cartridge. Yeah. So uh, they were out of it at the GameStop. And I know I could download it, but I, like, oh, I want the cartridge. So I'm going to wait until I find time to go out and you, actually uh, you buy it. You can get yourself some Super Smash Brothers. You can go head-to-head. You know what? I'm not a big Smash Brothers guy. That's, that's fine. That's what? one Why? game I'm not into. I, I don't, I'm not big on the fighting games. For whatever See, reason. I'm usually not either, but there's something about Smash Brothers that, that, I don't know, for me, I think it's because it's also a good party game as yeah. well. It's not just about, like, you know, the one-on-one, oh, let's go head-to-head to see who the be- who the best is. It's, yeah. just, it's just fun and goofy. When it comes to party games, though, I'm more of a Mario Party guy. Uh, I haven't played Mario Party in years. So I'll probably end up picking up Mario Party, Mario Kart, um, those two for sure. Did it feel less kitty? Once you bought it, because I feel like a lot of people before they get a switch, they feel like, oh, it's a little kids. Yeah, absolutely, like yeah. Well, once it was in my hands, I'm like, this is this awesome. Is you know, it's this nice. is the greatest. Yeah, dude, I had such a nostalgia trip playing Super Mario World. It took me all the way back to being a kid, and my parents would go to Montgomery Ward's, which is like a department store, to look at appliances or whatever they were looking at. And me and my little sister would always go over to the electronics department. And they'd have a Super Nintendo set up. You know what you should get that I bet you and your fiance will would love? What's that? You should get Super Mario Odyssey. Yes. Super Mario Odyssey? That's Odyssey a, is great. That'd be a good one? Yeah, there, I think so. There's a couple of really good games, especially with Indie Month coming up here for the Nintendo Switch. You're going to be able to get... Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, oh, here we like, go. It's, uh, <laughs> Nintendo in general has a ton of sales on games right now. Nice. Um, but the Indie ones are going to be fun to be able to pick up and put down. But if you are going to go for a monster, Breath of the Wild is one of the biggest ones out there. That's the Zelda, right? That's the Zelda you're not, game. You're not feeling the Zelda game? Because I love I, Legend of Zelda. See, so do I, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, the Ocarina of Time, that was like one of my games. Yeah. But Breath of the Wild, man, I could not get into it. No. That's no. the one you turn into like a wolf, don't you? No. no that, that, that's, <laughs> that's Twilight Princess. We don't talk about that one. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. This, this <laughs> My is like bad. The, the big wide open one where you can go wherever you want, whenever you want. You know okay. what, James? The easiest know. way to wrap this up and tell you is if you go to our website at CheckpointXP.com, we have a list of the basic necessity Nintendo Switch games that you need to go check out. You can go and just buy all of those on the list. Awesome. I'm going to check that out for sure. And you should check it out as well. We're going to continue talking more about the Nintendo in just a moment, because now it's time for our Nailed It and Failed It, and we're going to get things started with our Nailed It. From the high highs, an absolute monster, to the low lows, who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. Our Nailed It this week goes out to Sparkle of the Paris Eternal in the Overwatch League. He just turned 18 and became eligible to play, and in his debut match against the Boston Uprising, he absolutely killed it. Now, Sparkle is a DPS. It's a a damage-per-second player who has a very deep hero pool and excels at everything he plays. In one match, he actually recorded a staggering 28.4 final blows per 10 minutes. So that comes out to be about a kill every 20 seconds. 
Now listen to this clip of Sparkle getting four kills even after his ultimate ability was canceled. Uh, at least he's going to stay alive for now, trying to win the fight against Hanman, but... Oh, though. But it already took down two. I'm not sure if that's going to be enough. It's definitely one way to stay alive here with a minute 17 left. Halo with two in the back, took down both supports on the other side. Oh. But Sparkle so clean on the dashes. Surgical and what's needed. Who needs and a And member, they only need a third. They get it. And that is going to be Volskaya, Paris taking it. All right, now this is a guy to keep your eye on for a possible rookie of the year. Be sure to stick around, find out who failed it this week. We'll have the failed it portion coming up in the next hour. And don't forget, if you ever miss and nailed it and failed it, you can find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We just talked about the PS5 reveal stream and how a ton of people are super hype over it. Well, me, I'm not really in that boat. I'm way more excited about my Switch, a console that has been out for about three years now, compared to both the new Sony and the Xbox consoles. That doesn't make any sense to what, me. You guys think that Nintendo's moved ahead in the console wars? No, uh, well, all right. First of all, I think that Nintendo, and it's taken them a while to do this, but I think that they have put themselves in a very unique position to where they actually don't even have to worry about Sony or Microsoft, right? Yeah, most of the people are like debating between buying a PS5 and a Switch or an Xbox and a Switch. Yeah. Like it's seen as a, a separate... Like a companion console. Yeah. When was the last time that Nintendo actually put out their new console or their new handheld? Well, actually, I mean, that's a whole different thing right there. They're the only one in the handheld market. No one opposes them, right? But you just said, the Switch came out three years ago, yeah. and now we have a new console generation. Nintendo is so confident in themselves that they don't even try to go head-to-head with Sony. They kind of set themselves staggered off a little bit so that th- th- there is no competition i think the big thing that's really going to be coming out of uh because it's like nintendo always releases off cycle meaning like while ps5 yeah. and xbox go head to head that they've are the switch has been out their new games have been out and then once the ps5 and the xbox hype kind of settles down after they've been launched and everything that's anything big that nintendo's gonna do that's when they're gonna do it um i think though like it, it's also Nintendo has really zeroed in on who they are selling to, right? Yeah. Like they don't care about hardcore gamers. They have consistently gone. We are. We want our games to be accessible to kids. We want our games to be accessible. We to want families. our games to be fun, and even the hardcore gamers are into fun. So that's why everyone's willing to buy them. Yeah. So really, what it comes down to is PlayStation versus Microsoft. And I'm sorry for all you Microsoft fanboys out there, but it, it's not even that anymore. Like Sony. Sony has won, and it's not even their fault. Microsoft, I think, has pulled the rug out from underneath themselves with the fact that if you buy one of their games, you can play it anywhere. Whether it's on the Xbox or whether it's on a PC, I can get all the stuff that's Microsoft-specific without buying an Xbox and then invest that money into a PlayStation. What's going to be crazy, though, is to see... Um, I th- Nintendo can't live on the fringe edges forever. Why? Right? They're, they've, 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 they've been doing it. They can, but I think with the way that... Sony looks like they want to gobble the world up. Like, they want to eat everybody's lunch. And I think being geared towards people that are, like, casual players and people that want to have fun is cool. I have no problem with that. But I think Sony has to – or, excuse me, Nintendo has to eventually expand, right? They have have to bubble out a little bit. Just personally, I'm not – I'm no genius. they do. They're fine. 
I just I, fine. I think that they've got it. They've got to bring in new people because too many people still think the Switch is a console for kids. What it do you think they matter. can do to to make that happen? Um, they need some like every AAA that Nintendo pr- produces and really puts their weight behind is a Nintendo game. Um, I think they need to have some of those AAAs that are ports that aren't garbage. So which, AAAs, you're talking like big name brand huge. games. Like they brought in The Witcher Three and it ran terribly. They had uh, Outer Wi or Outer Worlds that just got uh, ported to the Switch. It looks terrible. Like it just they do not have the bandwidth to have these like huge immersive world ending games. Um, when you know, they come out with a Switch Pro, then then that's that, it. That that'll solve it. But I still think that they're fine, sort of in their lane. And as long as Microsoft is bringing up the rear, I don't think that Nintendo ever has to be worried about being swallowed up by Sony because there has always been a room at the top for two of them. All right, League of Legends competition went down over the weekend. We'll talk about how the LCS summer split went in just a bit because ahead next, a Fortnite player did something unusual to get an edge over his competition and it involves e-girls. We'll tell you next on Checkpoint X. Backstagecountry.com Your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. With continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness. Around. No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. You're listening to me, James Campbell, as well as Weird Beard and the owner of one of the most perverted gaming mouse pads I've ever seen, Mr. Robbie Landis. Uh, all right, so. F- First of all, uh, the mouse pad in question that uh, that you're talking about is the one with all of the uh, the Overwatch babes, Overwatch butts. babes in yes. in bathing suits yes. that uh, I took home, but I don't use. I'm actually not the owner of that mouse pad. Oh. My girlfriend is. Oh, so he's, he's passing the book on to his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah then it's so, okay. Yeah. So yeah. she's she has her hand all over you know Mercy's butt uh, all day long while she's doing accounting stuff. So, oh, yep. okay, that's no, what you guys mine. call that your it's household. Hers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the story, and he's sticking to it. Competitive gamers are always looking to get an advantage over the competition, especially in a way that is not deemed as cheating. Well, one Fortnite player looking for that edge decided to hire some e-girls to help boost his testosterone during a match? What? Weird Beard, what's the story here? Uh, so both the Call of Duty and Fortnite scene have recently seen some pros using like different weird methods to boost their testosterone while competing. It's been like this, uh, you may have heard like boxers, they they don't have intimate relationships uh, with their significant others before big matches and fights because they say, hey, you need all the testosterone that you can to win. Um, but in the esports scene, it's taken off kind of in the next, in the past month or so. So we see Energy uh, Energy Esports, this guy's name is Zayt, Z-A-Y-T, uh, during a Fortnite event. He wanted to compete and do better, and so he hired two e-girls to test the theory. And the way he did it is he, he posted on Twitter saying, like, I'm looking for two really hot 18-year-old or older girls to talk to me while I play uh, Fortnite. So he brought them onto a call, and kind of this is what it was, I guess. At land two. Wait, the Stormbug just... You guys are geniuses! There's no more Stormbug! There's no more Stormbug? 
Oh my god! What'd I do? You just keep talking, baby! It's working for him, apparently! I mean, I wouldn't think that, that you know, gaming, that testosterone is what you need to, to I guess, boost your, your levels of play, but, I mean, if it's working for him, I can't really knock it, right? Like, yeah, yeah I guess it was, like, it was just weird to me that this guy hired girls to talk to him during... It is absolutely weird. That has, like, okay, creep hold on. levels hold to on. the next level, we're, man. We're gonna, we're gonna be a little chauvinistic right here. Did though? Did they sound hot enough to you? Like, was was that the kind of voice that would inspire you to do better? I mean, they sounded attractive, but they sounded really dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, they, they, these so girls dumb. know these girls know nothing about Fortnite, right? Yeah. Which is fine. I don't think I don't think that's what he needs, right? Yeah. He doesn't need them to like. You know, yeah, these you are know. clearly just some attractive girls right. who have a post somewhere, and they probably do some cam stuff. Um, maybe you know, nude. Maybe not nude. Who knows? Maybe they just do some so just chatting shows on Twitch. But they're attractive girls that they know they can gain an audience if they put on the right outfit. Now, I will say, it didn't stay as PG as that. Oh, okay. Lord. This is yeah. what I worried about. It got really weird. Like, if you're watching this guy's stream, I feel bad because this is the kind of stuff. Now, again, he checked to make sure that they were 18, but this is what you would hear if you had tuned into this guy's stream. Remember, while he's competing for like hundreds of thousands of it's dollars. all during a Fortnite tournament. Correct. Girls? Wait, sorry. What'd you say? I'm doing my hair right now. I'm, mm. I'm trying to I'm curl. Like, curl like my, my question hair. was, are you guys hornier uh, than 14? What? Uh, what? Wait, girls? Girls yeah. are definitely talking to me. Like, what? what was the question? They oh don't even my care. God. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? Are you hornier in quarantine? Girls is, that, is that a word? Hornier? I mean, I think everyone is. Everyone is? I mean, I can just, I can just. Okay, all right. I mean, wow, yeah, that got weird. Wowie, <laughs> That got weird. I just, again, this man. That's more what I expected out of this story. But here's the question. If this, because this, he ended up taking a seventh in the entire event, right? Which is still a top ten placement. He still won at bad. least ten thousand yeah. dollars from nice. doing this hey, event. If it paid for what he spent on the e girls, it's a win. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You would do it as long as you got were able to get the ten thousand dollars. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Do so. you think he's just saying he's he hired these girls to boost his testosterone when really he was just trying to chat with babes? I mean, I could it see it. It was definitely a stunt. But hey, man, even in sport, even in the sports world, like like some athletes have weird like rituals that they go through to like get the win or to give themselves the edge. This just sounds like one of those weird things. Let's be fair. Some of these Fortnite guys could definitely use a little bit more testosterone. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I don't see it as a total loss either way. All right. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. We love hanging out on some of these awesome stations that host us each week. We will love you, KFNC-FM in Houston, Texas, WBZ-FM in Boston, Massachusetts, and 101-WRIF-HD2, my home station in Detroit, Michigan. Thanks so much for being a part of the Checkpoint family. Now, speaking of testosterone, some esports players might have too much of it, much like this story here. Weird Beard, what was said? Um, so if you follow Call of Duty League at all, it, it it seems to be the league that has the most tit for tat in it. You know what I mean? Like it's the one okay. that is the the kind of like they go at each other's throats a little bit more. Um, and it really came down to two teams, uh, the Seattle Surge, and it was also between the New York Subliners, both teams that, by the way, are pretty bad this year Not in the Call good. of Duty. No, right. so it, it it came off. There's a player named Temp who. Uh, 
after a, a kind of heated match that they had, he got on Twitter and he said, LMAO, nothing against your former players, but y'all got last at champs, LMAO. You're not even more chalked. I played your team that was having mid-series subs, LMAO. Then the coach for the Seattle Surge stepped in and said, you got last at champs 365 days prior to that. It's just a factual kind of statement. Um, you know, like it wasn't that bad. And then he, uh, temp, the player replied to the coach, bro, what? Just stop tweeting me and go suck Octane's It will keep the cash flowing in. Oh, oh wowzers. <laughs> what? So the question has then stepped in. Uh, do you think that the league for the Call of Duty League should step in and fine temp for telling another coach to, to suck a, a player's Well, I, I, I definitely feel like it's a little on brand for Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny you bring that up because something similar actually happened on the Overwatch side of things as well. Uh, the Los Angeles Valiant just destroyed the Washington Justice. Uh, one of their uh, damage players, Shax, just went to town on them. And uh, Unter, who is the assistant coach for the Valiant, actually tweeted out, if you've ever wondered what Shax's tastes like, please direct your queries to the Washington Justice starting six. Wow. I just think, like, yeah. what, what would this be analogous to in the NFL? Like, you know, if Tom Brady tweeted another coach saying, like, hey, suck my, you know, to a different yeah, coach, what would, what would, would the NFL, then? yeah, would the NFL fine him, or is that just, like, too much overreach at I this mean, point? I, I think it is a little bit different, because especially within the gaming world, this is definitely something that... Everyone's been through this, like, like trash like, talk or whatever. Well, not just trash I feel like it's talk, more prominent, like fighting but, and boxing. But, but but the toxic nature that comes from our gaming sort of history. I mean, anyone who's been on Xbox Live, right, knows sort of where this leads to. Yeah. And so, well, I do think that esports needs more trash talk. I do think that we need to be a little bit more cognizant of how sort of respectful. We are of it. Otherwise, you know, you might start sliding into things like racial slurs, in which case people uh, are getting banned and dropped from the league. I think it's just it's crazy because I understand the argument that like it's Twitter. Call of Duty League wants to be taken seriously. And if they yep. want to be taken seriously, they can't have players tweeting stuff like this. And then just I agree with that going on and, yeah, and saying well. whatever, especially with esports players. They want they want esports to be taken as a serious thing. If you're talking trash like that online, you just look like a like you look like a dummy. Stupid. Yeah. Like you can't talk like that in the professional world anywhere. Some action in the League of Legends just went down. Checkpoint XP producer Callie is going to join us as we talk about what happened. That's next on Checkpoint XP. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Day calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. In the Overwatch League, things are once again underway, but running differently than normal. It looks like Blizzard is sticking with their strategy of running monthly tournaments. The first couple weeks of the month will be used for seeding before the tournament proper wraps up the month. The League of Legends Summer Split will be running weekly all throughout the summer. You can tune into the LCS matches starting on Fridays each week, with matches running through Sunday evening. The playoffs are slated for the end of August into September. EVO, the largest fighting game tournament of the year, will be held completely online this year. It'll be held over the course of five weekends starting on July the 4th. The Fortnite World Cup has officially been axed for this year. Even before COVID-19, we hadn't heard much information on what the plans were for the event in 2020. For our CSGO fans, ESL is currently on break in between seasons. As of now, the ESL is scheduled to get underway once again on September the 4th. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, make sure you head on over to our website. You can find that over at CheckpointXP.com. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. 
Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text Oscar to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Oscar to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show, Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and somebody who realized he is not as good at Tetris as he thought he was, me, James Campbell. My one piece of advice, you overvalue the long piece. Most people hold on to it I for do, too long. I do, every time. And then you'll just lose. You'll be like, oh, well, I can't use it Wait, anymore. Wait, hold on. Hold on to it for too long. You play it when you get it. No, you get it. You put it on your hold. Yeah, you can. Yeah, old man, you haven't played yeah. Tetris in how, how long? long? you played Tetris? What? He just tried to drop some yeah. Tetris knowledge on somebody that has over 400 hours Oh, okay. Tetris 99. So they've changed it is what you're telling oh, it's me. It's been changed for a they, long time. They yeah. took what was a perfect game, a classic game and they gave you an easy mode. Can you just tell That's me the, what they did? That was the last year. <laughs> they gave year. you an easy mode. What was the last year you played Tetris? It doesn't matter. Old the 1400s? School game Boy. Go Old play school Game your, Boy with the green pixels. Go play your easy mode Tetris. Alright, the League of Legends just came back into action with the LCS Summer Split and our League of Legends expert and Checkpoint XP producer Callie is joining us to discuss what went down over the weekend in the League of Legends. Callie, what's going on? First of all, can I just say that in the era of COVID-19, of quarantine, of pandemic, how good it was to have League of Legends on, on the screen again. Oh, my God. It felt so good to have something to watch. And there was a good, it, it felt nice to have like a polished broadcast because from watching it, it definitely did not have like the millions of Zoom calls that all the other leagues that jumped. <laughs> Seriously, no. All the other leagues that jumped back into it yeah. were doing it via Zoom earlier. And they, it just like it felt piecemeal. This was Polished. Yeah, Riot does a pretty good job of even making it work remotely. They have said that hopefully by the end of this split, they're hoping for the playoffs this split, they'll be able to be back in studio. Even if they can't have a, a live audience yet, they could at least have the players back in studio. That would be nice. But a couple big storylines to take away from uh, the first weekend back. Cloud9 doing exactly what everyone expects Cloud9 to do, picking up right where they left off in the spring, out to a 2-0 start. And it's got me real worried. They need to lose. Why they need to lose? Because you learn what's wrong with you when you lose. Okay, so you got to find what your weaknesses when, are. When you win every game, you never find out where, where you're having problems, where you're bad. And I'm really starting to worry that no one in North America is going to challenge them, and then they're going to go up against like the Tier 2 Korean team, and they're just going to stomp them. Do you yeah. remember the, the last time that though, Cloud9 lost, though? They can't just lose. Like, they're no. so far ahead of everyone else. And I feel like even if they lose, it's more of a fluke than, like, oh, this team figured out what their weaknesses were, and now we can shore those up. Yeah, uh, Rick, to answer your question, the last time Cloud9 lost a game was, like, I don't know, February? It's been a while. Wow. So, yeah, it's been a minute. And that's the thing is, is like you say, they can't, like, go out and say, okay, you know what? We're just going to lose this week to try and find something out. No, that someone actually needs to rise up and challenge them. There might be some contenders for that, actually, as I look around, though. Team Liquid off to a 2-0 start after a very disappointing spring. They lost Double Lift. We didn't know what that was going to happen. They faced off against Double Lift, who's playing for Team Solomid, and they smashed him. And that's crazy because they were promoting Double Lift 
with video being like, the team that cut me should be scared. Like, they should be ready for me to take my revenge. Oh, so, so <laughs> and then he got on. smoked? Yeah. So being on Team Liquid, it wasn't just like a circumstance where, oh, maybe he's not in the right atmosphere or the right environment. Even after being dropped from Liquid, he's still not performing up to par? Well, I wouldn't say he performed particularly badly, but he certainly didn't play super well either. Tactical, who replaced him as the AD carry of uh, Team Liquid, played very well. Is actually second in the league, I believe, right now in kills, so he looks really good. Team Liquid looked like the Team Liquid of old. Like, that scares me. Wasn't there also a moment where Tactical got a chance to dunk on double lift in their match yeah uh he, yeah, he chased him over a wall and got the kill on double lift and like even the announcers were giving double lift a hard time on that one it was fun the other big one that i think i know of is g2 absolutely pooping the bed Uh-oh. one more time Sounds what did messy. you agree g2 esports so we're talking uh europe now correct yeah uh you know what i don't watch a whole lot of lec but yeah uh g2 esports is supposed to be one of the best in the world. Uh, 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 world champions at one point, right? Uh, no, not world oh. champions. Contenders for world championship. They were runners up, I believe. The only, the only reason I bring them up is because you, you were talking Cloud9, and we've had this conversation before about how North American teams start to really falter when they get to that next stage. Internationally, yeah. Do you think Cloud9 is looking like they're going to be able to compete on an international stage? That's the thing. Like I say, they need to lose a few games this summer and have some teams show them where they've got problems because they're not perfect. Like They may be way better than anyone they're facing in North America, but they're not perfect and they're not as good as the best Korean and Chinese teams in the world and someone's going to have to show them where they can improve if they're going to get to that level and have a way to compete. Alright, last notes, Callie. Uh, you know what? My, my biggest notes, I think, is to, like it's so good to have it back, and the production is so good. If you want to see esports being done well, right now is a really good time to watch. It kicks off again on Friday. Make sure you tune in. It's going to be an awesome watch this weekend. And you can see the recap of everything that happened this weekend up on our website at CheckpointXP.com. I think, Callie, you wrote that, didn't you? Yep. Get that plug in there, Callie. Every time. All right, you're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We know there are a lot of you out there that are gaming on a budget, so Checkpoint XP has you covered with the free game of the week. And now, if you're a fan of Super Smash Bros., this week's free game will be right up your alley. Come on, come on. Oh, no! No, 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 no! Again? Yeah, that's what you get when you take on the Brawl Hall of Master. These things are whack! 1v1 me, bro! For real? Uh, yeah. I'll toast your buns again, sure. Want to choose a different character? Yeah, I choose me! Whoa. Yeah! <laughs> Woohoo! break! Oh, my burrito! So this week's free game of the week is called Brawlhalla. It's an Brawlhalla. epic It's an epic platform fighter for up to eight players online or locally. You can try casual free-for-alls, ranked matches, or even invite friends to a private room. And the best part of all, not only is it free, but it's cross-platform. Oh, so you nice. can play with millions of players on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and on your So computer. I could kick Robbie's ass while he's on his PC, and I can be on my Xbox. Yes, you could actually use a controller. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he's doing. Uh, James beating me in anything holy um the reason i would recommend brawlhalla is like you said it's well it's it, free it, not only is it free 
people like Smash Brothers, but Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is for sweaty tryhards. That's coming from a sweaty tryhard. It is. It's very, it's very much so like people that are like, well, the dash cancel for my air back. Like, shut I up. I resent that. That is specifically Super Smash Brothers Melee. You resemble that. Yes. And so Brawlhalla is for just a casual gamer. You just want to punch, you know, hit X a whole bunch of times to beat your friends up. This Kick, is the kind punch, of game. Block. Yeah, that'll do it. And, um, you know, like, I think it's it's nice because not only is it free, it's impossible to run out of matches. There's always somebody online. It's There's, like, no story that just ends. You can't play it anymore. Like, it's a forever game that you could just keep coming and back And there's still to. a lot of people playing this because I think this has been out for a little while. I know I've seen, uh, like, the Up, Up, Down, Down guys from the WWE. They've, they've played this uh, quite a bit, too. Yeah, this has been out for a while, but it's still, I mean, it clocks millions of players every single wow. month. Wow. Robbie uh, and I actually got to see it when they were debuting this at E3 a couple years back, didn't we? Uh. Uh, if we have, I have erased that from my <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, it left a sweet impression on Robbie. No, we got, just got to check it out It was because it, it was like it was the year after I think they were so, showing off uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And it's like, yikes, that is a difficult act to follow. Oh, for sure. And especially like I think they it wins because you can put kids on this. Like Smash is very polished looking, you know what I mean? Like it's all the big character models. This is like 8-bit graphics, yeah. right? Like well, it's, if, if you're looking for a good Smash-like fighting game, then you're just going to go out and buy Smash, right? But as you said, something that's free, something that's accessible now, something you need to put into your kid's hand as you're finally getting back out into the world now that restrictions are being you know, lifted as far as COVID goes, and you need them to just stay put, Brawlhalla is exactly the type of thing that you're going to give them. Now, one of the most important things about Brawlhalla is coming up with your character fighter's name. It needs to be intimidating. It needs to be big. It needs to be, like, brash. James, do you know what you would name a fighting game character that you would play? Night Stalker. Perfect. Callie? The Crusher. All right. Robbie? I'd probably just go with my name, Robbie. Okay, well. The lamest answer you could give. And well, that is why I would dominate you and roll all, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, because you're too cheap to actually buy Super Smash Brothers <laughs> and play a real game. All right, if you're looking for another good game recommendation, something that's easy to get into and well worth the time, we have our Patient Gamer segment coming up in the next hour. Next, it's time for us to play a game. Weird Beard, what do you have in store for us? Uh, everybody knows that Steam reviews are the way to a game's heart, and therefore I need you to read these Steam reviews and tell me what game it is about. All right, well, that's coming up next when we come back on Checkpoint XP. Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh, the Alamo. Oh, he's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness. How does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio. A Beasley esports product. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP. Your home for esports and gaming. You've got James Campbell and joining me are Weird Beard. As well as the man who brings home the muffins, Robbie Landis. <laughs> you got any big good drama at home today? Yeah, muffin um, man. I was gonna say no. My girlfriend's actually been pretty good about it uh, recently, but we've also been like well stocked with the, the the muffins and the pies and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what, I'm what I'm having trouble right now is just getting her 
to, to be healthy and drink water, Ooh, right? Okay. She'll complain, I have a headache, my tummy hurts. Okay, you, you've had three energy drinks today. How much water have you drank? None. Robbie, I have a question. If uh, your house or your apartment catches on fire and you and a box of muffins are the same distance oh, from no. Katie, oh, no. who is she grabbing to bring out of the house? You know the, uh, uh, the old saying about teach a man to fish or give a man a fish? Yeah. She'd definitely take me because I'm the one that brings her more muffins. Oh, she, has, she has enough foresight to know that eventually that box is going to run out. <laughs> he really is the muffin man. He is. All right, now it's time for some fun and games. Weird Beard has scoured the Steam game reviews, and he's pulled oh, some sorry. of the best <laughs> as well as some of the worst. He's going to read the review, and it will be up to us to guess which game it is. And Checkpoint XP producer Callie is going to be sitting in to play along with us. Weird Beard, take it away. All right. Well, this is going to be fairly simple. I'm going to read you a couple of Steam reviews. You okay. have to be able to tell me what game it is describing based off of the review alone. You guys can talk amongst yourselves. It's oh, okay. gr- It's group points. Oh, it's group points. Group points, I apologize. So that okay. means I can't annihilate Robbie in this All right, well, you wouldn't, first of all. You wouldn't. All right, so I'd like to put something on the line. If we Uh-oh. guess more Mr. reviews than we get wrong, we get to pick a game that you have to play. And, and if you win, if we get more wrong... You can pick a game for one of us to play. Oh, easy. Oh. I already know what I'm going to... I have ideas. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Guys, Robbie, I think you just might have signed yourself up or something. <laughs> I might have to blow this one. Just Ro- Ro- say, Robbie's always just like putting our butts on the line. Yeah. We got this. Three, okay. three versus one. It's Weird Beard. All right. Your first game that you need to know what it is based off the review. It's by somebody that has 44 hours on playtime. Okay. The review. Alexander the Great insulted my army saying they were sh- I declared war on him. He was right. <laughs> civilization. Okay. Well, civilization. Yeah. Man. We don't have to come up with the exact Civ that it is, do we? Uh, no. I mean, it's for sure. Uh, I'm going to guess that it's Civ 6 because Alexander the Great is terrifying in Civ 6. <laughs> and he declares war on me every time I play against him. So, yeah, I'm going to say Civ 6. Civ 6. Civ 6 it is. See, you guys, it's not Boom. too bad. All right. So far, so good. You're, you're doing all right. Are Pull you your weight, James. <laughs> I said Civilization. <laughs> I didn't say Civ 6, like all you cool kids. Your next one, with 32 hours on record, the review is, had 12 kids with eight different women, became president, then died when I tried cooking spaghetti. 10 out of 10. Uh, that has to Sims. be The Sims, yeah. right? Oh, wow. to be. Uh, Sim, I'm going to, let's that. see. Uh, which Sims games were on Steam? It's just The Sims now. They, they they stopped giving it numbers. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. The Sims. Are any of them on Steam, though? They're all on Origin, usually. Uh... Origins recently we've been putting new games on right. Steam. I don't know I'm if gonna, there's yeah. any other games that, that, that allows game you to do to Sims? this, though. Yeah. It's the die it's the die while cooking spaghetti thing that makes me think it's gotta be Sims, yeah. right? Okay, we'll go with the Sims. I will give it to you Sims three, but yes, Sims the three. Sims. You are two out of two. Okay. Woo. Nice. Are you ready for your next one, James? We are, yeah. Bring it on. With one hundred and twenty seven hours on record, Ooh, okay, King Jazza time. said, just like normal soccer, but now you can't pretend you've hurt your leg. Rocket League. That's my guess. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? It's like normal soccer, but yeah. you can't pretend no you, you can't pretend you've hurt because your leg. FIFA is definitely not on. St- wait, it might it might be on. Steam. Uh, FIFA's not, but and I, I don't, don't think, think PES is either. Okay, so so, so let's let's you're go. gonna trust me. I think James is right. <laughs> you're gonna trust me. We'll we'd still be ahead two to one even if we're wrong. So we'll we'll go with it's, Rocket. It's League. either Rocket League or Mutant League Soccer. I'm going with Rocket League. James is correct. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Thank awesome you, James. Good job. You, Bobby. If, we, if you hadn't have helped with this one, I was totally going to call you out again. So good job. <laughs> <holding your weight. laughs> no problem. Next one with 176.2 hours on oh record. Gosh. Birdie says, 
Spent a week giving a girl flowers and buying her beer. Asked her to dance with me, and she said, "You no." Very realistic. Ten out of ten. It has to be Stardew, Stardew Valley. Valley. Like there, I mean, there is no Harvest Moon on um, on Steam. Well, and specifically, I know the part. I know this part where you go around asking people to dance with you, and your first year there, nobody will dance with you. Oh yeah, that nobody happened to me too. Nobody will dance like, with you because they're all like, it's like super my nice. Freshman year of high school, all over. Again. <laughs> yes, it's way too real. There's supposed to be escapism, man. They're oh, super man. nice when you talk to them until you ask to dance, and they go, "Oh, you think like that's gonna happen?" No, yeah. no, honey. Stardew Valley. Yeah, you're correct. It is Stardew Valley. Wow, yes. Good job. By the way, if you're looking for a game to go be miserable and still somehow enjoy yourself in. Stardew Stardew Valley. Valley. Next one. one by Piccolo is a Yoshi with 25 hours on record. I, I appreciate the Dragon Ball Z abridged reference. Uh, you killed my family. Speech 100. Nah. Oh, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's got to be Skyrim. It's Skyrim. Right? Yes. I'm glad you guys are playing because I have no clue what any of that was. That was like you speaking Japanese. So here's what happened there. Uh, someone accused the player of uh, killing their family, but because he has his speech leveled all the way to 100, he said, no, I didn't. And they said, yeah, you're probably right. Oh, I convinced them. They, that they, they, they believed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what happened right there. And so that's got to be Skyrim. Or could that be Fallout? Oh, wait. It's a Bethesda game oh, either way. Oh, man, that's... Ooh, uh, Fallout New Vegas. Oh, I think Did anybody's you're right. family get killed in any, any of these games. I mean, Let's it's think. it's it's an RPG game. You yes. could definitely make a case that it happened in any game. Okay. I don't want to know. Good Vegas. audible call. Fallout. Fallout New Vegas is the correct answer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie, I was around like Ra Ra Robbie. We got a new <laughs> nickname for you. Oh, I love it. Ooh, that was a close one. Okay. This one, this person has 1,791 hours on record. Okay, so probably a positive review, I would hope. Their review reads, a burning hat in real life equals worthless. A burning hat in game equals $500. I like it. Oh, oh, it's got to be like Counter-Strike. A game where you you get wild hats. Team Fortress 2, maybe? Ooh, Team Fortress. Okay, maybe. Um, Look, we're not losing at this point, so yeah, let's go with it. Team Fortress 2. Yeah. TF2. James, do you think it's Team Fortress 2? I do. I think it's Team Fortress 2. I really, know. really do. It is Team, For- yes. Team Fortress 2. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as you said flaming hats, the guy, I was like, it's got to be Team Fortress 2. The guy's put 1,097 okay. hours into it. Hold on. It? Yes. James, what kind of game is Team Fortress 2? Uh, it is a bang, bang, shoot em up. Uh, sure, right. it works. Close it's not enough. technically a shmup, but yes, it is a bang, bang shooter. We'll give you that. Our next that said, one, you could say that about 95% of all games today. Our Don't next review secrets. comes from a user named Spoon with 65 hours on record. Jump out of a plane naked. Land in a strange Romanian town. Kill a guy with a pan. PUBG. PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that James knew. Oh, right sorry. Away. Continue, continue the, re- the review, Weird Beard. No, it's okay. No, PUBG continue the review. PUBG it is. Wow. We Thank have, you, I, 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 th- I think we've dominated you. I think this is we, pretty... We based this one. This is pretty uh, pretty clear that you're going to be playing a game of our choice. I will... You know what? Have you guys heard of the game Hoonie Pop? I have heard of Hoonie Pop. Pop. No, but it sounds like a delicious treat. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of people out there who would agree with you. Okay. Here's, 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 what, here's what we're going to do. Since we have won, you're going to play Hoonie Pop this week, and we're going to feature it on next week's Patient Gamer. Oh, and, uh, and God. And Weird Beard gets to lead us through it. 
I regret making this game. <laughs> Can we talk about games like Hootie Pop? I, like, you can't even play those on Twitch. It's banned. Thank you very much for allowing me to, to take this in, everybody. <laughs> you heard I nailed it earlier on the show when we told you about Sparkle and how he totally nailed his Overwatch League debut. Well, now it's time to see who failed it. From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. This week's fail that goes out to the Call of Duty League for their online play. They moved all league play to online matches earlier this year due to COVID-19, and it's been an absolute train wreck. Complaints happen every week from players and teams, but this past week, the Seattle Surge seemed to have the most convincing case. After going up 2-0 over the Atlanta FaZe Clan, the teams were put on ice for a 40-minute delay because of technical difficulties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Massive, hey. massive apologies <laughs> about the delay. Completely uh, not in our hands. Unfortunately, that's the problem when you do in uh, online live broadcast. Sometimes tech can fail you. Uh, we had a catastrophic meltdown of our tech. Either way, though, everything should be good. After the delay, FaZe Clan regrouped and reverse swept the Seattle Surge leading many to believe that the match was rigged. Everything was not fine. No, <laughs> really <laughs> fine. Not at all. The CDL put out a new rule afterwards, limiting breaks to 20 minutes. Otherwise, the match will be rescheduled. But to be honest, even being put in this position shows that the CDL is a total fail. I think the biggest position thing that people are dealing with right now is in football, right? There's a thing called icing the kicker, where like if you're going for an extra point, you call that timeout. It's yeah. supposed to it throws them off their game. Yeah. A 40-minute break is such a long time. Like, 40 minutes isn't just like, hey, we're going to hang out here. That's time to come up with an entirely new strategy. Yeah, I think it's it's it looks really, really bad. And it's so bad that the CDL even had to come out and they put in a brand they put a new, new rule. rule. Yeah, yeah they well, put in a new rule where it's like, if anything's longer than 20 minutes, uh, they reschedule the match. Well, I think the comparison has to be to, like, baseball, right? So baseball, you can have a pitcher who's dominant for four and a half innings, then a rain delay comes. They don't play for the next four hours. He can't. The pitcher cannot come back out and keep pitching. That's dangerous for their arm. So they have to switch up to a new pitcher. You got to go to the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. You have to go to the bullpen at that point. This kind of strikes me as that is is a technical delay. Is that part of the game when you're talking about esports? Because there are going to be technical delays. There have been nonstop complaints about the Call of Duty League and how they've moved to these online matches. Lag the the ability that for the first three weeks it couldn't happen because their lobbies were like open, so just regular players yeah. could get into them and stuff what? like that. Yeah, so I could just accidentally be in one of their one of their matches. Yeah, if you wanted to join or whatever. Wow. And it's just like I it's. Call of Duty League, we, we this is now like the third time we've talked about them in this show. And not and one never these, in a positive yeah, way. Yeah, never in a positive way. This just shows, dude, they've got to get it together. You cannot be like this close to being taken like seriously as a professional esports league and have dumb stuff like this consistently happening. Don't forget, if you ever miss and nailed it and failed it, you can find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com. The head next, we're checking the gaming headlines. What do you have in store for us, Robbie? The Call of Duty Battle Royale newest season is out, and random events have everybody pulling their hair out. Oh, no, I need my hair. Well, that <laughs> and more, all next on Checkpoint. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. 
Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I'm James Campbell, and along with me is Robbie Landis. And if he's not haunting your significant other's dreams, he's trash-talking noobs in CSGO. Weird beard. You know what I I really hope that I'm able to do is combine these two uh, professions. Oh boy. And be able to show up in gamers' dreams to trash talk them in game. Like a dream gamer. Yeah, just like I follow you, you play me in a video game and then you go to sleep and then I'm still there. You are like, the lamest <laughs> version of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> the weirdest, beardest version of Freddy Krueger. All right, we talked earlier about the League of Legends holding their summer split. Well, they weren't the only ones competing over the weekend. Overwatch held their summer showdown as well. We'll discuss how that went down in just a little bit because now it's time for... Hey! Oh! The guy is unreal. My goodness! Persona 5 was one of the biggest releases of the past few years and proved that Japanese-style roleplay games with turn-based combat and allowed defined aesthetic style aren't yet dead. It also turned a lot of people onto the series that is heavily anime-inspired. Persona 4 Golden, the deluxe edition, has just dropped on Steam for $20 for anyone looking to immerse themselves further into the franchise. I know you're a big Persona fan, I'm a correct? big Persona 5 fan. Yeah, I, I never knew of the series until you know Persona 5 came out and I got into it. And uh, if the question is, am I going to look into this one? Yes, I am. Uh, well, $20 is a really, really good deal. Yeah. Uh, I already currently have a bunch of games on my plate, so I haven't bought it yet. I'm just going to kind of wait, put it on my wish list, see if uh, see if it goes on sale. Uh, but my girlfriend has also been like, we're getting it, right? When are we getting it, right? Are you going to buy it? Are we going to get it? Have you gotten Persona 4 yet? And I'm like, we have other games to play. Chill out. Doesn't she have her own account? Yeah, she does. Okay. The newest season of Call of Duty has officially dropped, and it brings with it an interesting mechanic. During Warzone matches, one of three random events can take place during the match, and the most frustrating one is called Jailbreak. It resurrects every previously killed player back into the match. Fantastic news for somebody like me! Yeah, fantastic who spends for most the losers. In the how dare you, Rob? <laughs> is it wrong? Am you? I wrong? I'm not a loser. I'm just not as good at the game as some others. How often do you win? Not a winner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But thank, no. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Weird Beard. <laughs> you know, uh, I definitely think this is going to be something like like people can't be happy with this, right? I mean, just looking even into Overwatch, right? Uh, uh, one of the characters, Mercy, used to have a resurrection ability, which she still has, but it has been severely nerfed and changed and made worse. Like just completely destroyed, basically, because the idea that in a competitive game that you can, as the pros say, undo a kill or undo something that I've done, they hate it. They absolutely hate it. And now you're going to resurrect the entire map. That's why it's great news for players like me. Listen, this is an easy divide. You got your sweaties over here and your fun casuals over here. And I think, like, it's they know... You have to reward the people that aren't the Twitch streamers, right? Like, you can't all be amazing at this game. I think at some point they have to go, hey, man, like, they ha- they're they playing on mobile for a lot of these people as well. That's I mean, seriously, Call of Duty Mobile or yeah. Call of Duty Warzone was just announced to be moving to the mobile plat uh, Ooh, next week or whatever. Excellent. Like, they've got to do something to reward all those people. The Gulag is cool and stuff. 
This is going to make sure more people listen play it to more what times. you're saying. They have to find a way to reward the losers. Yep. Yeah. yeah, just hand out us more losers here are the ones trophy. keeping the games yeah, afloat, yeah, Robbie. Yeah. So earlier this week, there was a leak on the Xbox Live that EA was going to be making an announcement and make an announcement. They did on Monday. A trailer came out for Star Wars Squadron. Now, a lot of people thought this was going to be a remake or a re-release for Rogue Squadron back from the N64 days, but this oh, yeah. looks like a brand new game following sort of a spiritual successor to Rogue Squadron. It's all sort of first person in the cockpits of your favorite spaceships oh, from Star Wars being able to play and fight people. Pilots. You are the Empire's strength. We do not accept defeat. Remember why we fly. For hope. For the new Republic. Vengeance will be ours. Do you think the game is better if you're able to play as, like, a character? Like, if I'm Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader flying I, I don't, this? I don't think it matters in something like this because, uh, for for example, in Battlefront, being able to play as Luke or as Vader, you also have those powers. Absolutely, yeah. But when you're in your spaceship, Luke yep. and Vader isn't any different from th- Wedge or Biggs. Yeah, what I think will matter in this game is what ships can you fly? Can you fly the Millennium Falcon? Can you fly the Slave One? Apparently if there's going to the be things? all sorts of different ones that you can do, and they're going to have Ooh. both multiplayer 5v5 as well as a campaign where you can play on both the side of the Rebels and the side of the Empire and it takes place just after uh, Return of the Jedi. Is oh, the, yes. Is, got me all excited. Is the future of Star Wars in the like the movie stuff that they just covered or is it more this like offshoot kind of like separate track stuff? Uh, well, again, right after Return of the Jedi, so it's going to be basically kind of you know, right in between some. So, so, so I, th- I think they'll have enough room. They have a little free reign. Yeah, yeah a little bit of wiggle room. It's be before The Force Awakens. And stuff. it is compatible with PlayStation VR. Oh, yes! Yeah, <laughs> it's all in. in! Yeah, buddy! Let me fly that Millennium Falcon, baby! <laughs> Riot has had a very tumultuous past couple of years, starting with the huge expose done by Kotaku on their company culture, notorious for sexism and toxic masculinity. They've done quite a bit to rectify and heal their company image, including donating over $100 million to, to the Black Lives Matter movement. But just last week, a top executive in the company uh, was uh, resigned after making disparaging comments about George Floyd amid the nationwide protests. Why do execs think that they can just say wild, crazy stuff? Uh, in general, I'm not sure why this guy maybe thought he'd get away with it, right? There's someone who was uh, specifically in that expose, in that case about uh, sexual harassment and sexism in the workplace. There was one CEO that went around, like, ball-tapping people and farting farting in their faces. That guy still works there. That's why he thought he could get away with it. So it seems like they work in a place where the climate is that kind of behavior is acceptable. A year on from that, right, is— Two years on from that. Sorry, two years on. Is Riot in a better place now than they were then, you think? Yes, I think so. All right, cool. At least they learned some kind of lesson. <laughs> Tencent shared a sneak peek of its newly constructed PUBG mobile esports studio during the ongoing PMPL South Asia Finals last week. The studio is situated in Katowice, Poland. ESL has said that the studio will become the home of offline matches for PUBG Mobile. The studio is dedicated exclusively for Battle Royale game. And the only question I have, though, is... Why? Why? The PUBG League failed miserably doing this exact same thing, and they actually had a 
beautiful setup, it still wasn't enough. PUBG is not a an esport. Like, why do you need? It's a, not a spectator esport. Plenty sh- of people play the game, but I don't think that anybody wants to watch it. No, because it's a very fun game to play. But if you're watching, you're literally watching somebody play the cross country track simulator because yeah. you spend so much time running across the country trying to find guns you know, and enemies. PUBG League had actually sort of found the way to 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 make it more entertaining and find who to watch and follow a good storyline. They had solved the problem of of basically you know trying to to broadcast the battle royale, but there still just wasn't enough interest in it. I get it. That's it for Checkpoint XP Gaming News Update. For more, head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com. All right, Robbie, thank you so much for that update. Now, the Overwatch League returned to play this past weekend with the Summer Showdown. And, Robbie, as I understand it, it's very similar to last month's tournament, the May Melee, but with one small difference that should have a huge impact. That's right. So they are sticking with the tournament format where they're going to have three weeks of regular season matches that will determine the seeding for the single elimination tournament. But the big change that they've made is since the introduction of hero pools, the way that it's worked is every single week, one tank, one support character, and two damage characters would be taken off the roster. Nobody could play those characters. And what it ended up leading to was a lot of burnout for the teams because they'd basically have two days to figure out what their new game plan was and figure out how they're going to go up against these teams. And it was a lot of... It was a lot of burnout for the players and for the coaches. So what they've decided to do now is they're going to have one hero pool where, again, they take out one tank, one support, two damage dealers. But it'll be the same one for two weeks, the first two qualifying periods. And then for the last qualifying week and for the tournament, no hero pools whatsoever. This should help the players and the coaches have time to formulate their new compositions, formulate what their new strategies are. But then at the same time, it'll also keep it so when they take the hero pools away that those metas and those compositions stay fluid and, and different from team to team so everybody isn't playing the exact same thing. So when they take uh, when you say they're taking the hero pools away that means there's no restrictions. Correct. So for for week three of the seating and for the tournament itself no hero restrictions whatsoever. So they can play whoever they want to play whatever with. Whatever it is that they want to okay, play. Okay but for those other weeks they're not going to be able to use those heroes that are selected from the pool that have been removed. Correct. The OWL has had struggles as of late. Maybe there's been not, lots of changes. Yeah. yeah. Changes. And <laughs> Is this damage control, or is this what they wanted to do? Um, I think that they have been trying to sort of find the sweet spot. Um, they, they, they've been trying to both keep the pros and the players happy, as well as keep the viewers happy. It's something that no other esport tries to do. So it's, it's a weird tightrope to walk, and you know, it, it, it's hard to say what the right answer is and what the wrong answer answer is because what could be right for one side might be wrong for the other side so it's definitely a new area for them to tread uh but going to the tournament format saw their viewership for the main melee double you know it created more interesting storylines it gave even the teams who are at the bottom of the barrel something to work towards and uh, i think overall for both sides it is a positive change i mean that's been one of our big uh storylines that we've been following the past couple of months is just how their their viewership once the overwatch league came to youtube has kind of plummeted how they just haven't been able to drum up the kind of like home stands where they have the the home games were supposed to be the big savior which they were they were going great up they, until the pandemic. the pandemic yeah pandemic hit so now they're like between a rock and a hard place i think it's going to be interesting to see is this a lasting 
thing or is it a band-aid until COVID See, goes away? what's going to be interesting, because this isn't something that I uh, had even thought about until my co-host for the Owl's Nest, which is an Overwatch talk show that I do with Jake Lyon, he had brought up that the reason that they went away from tournament play for the regular season matches was because of the homestand. It's, it's impossible to send, you know, half your teams to this city, half the teams to this city, and then hold a tournament format, because what if teams from the two different cities have to play each other, right? So obviously the tournament format, that works. But homestands also worked really well. How do you marry those two ideas together? Fortunately, I don't think that we're going to know until the 2021 season. Ahead next, Valorant has been one of the most watched and talked about games in a while, and it's only been in beta. But now that it's out, it doesn't appear to be doing so well. Can Valorant live up to the hype? We'll talk about that next on Checkpoint XP. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weirdbeard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, along with Weirdbeard. And when he's not talking esports and gaming with us, he's talking comics on the other identity. Mr. Robbie Landis. That's right. And actually, this most recent episode of The Other Identity, uh, me and my co-host Ben got to talk to the creators of X-Men, the animated series. Oh, man. That's one of my favorite animated series. That's right, dude. You know how many people grew up on that? Like, that was their entrance into comics and into into superheroes? That is how I know the whole X-Men saga is from that animated series. Kelly Thompson, who has written, uh, who's currently writing for Deadpool, Black Widow, Captain Marvel. Uh, She's done Mr. and Mrs. X. She's done so much stuff. She grew up on that as well. Like, like they basically inspired a generation of comic writers today. It's, it's, it's amazing stuff. We had a lot of fun. Go check that out. CheckpointXP.com. All right. Valorant has been one of the most watched and talked about games, uh, all while still in beta. Now it is out and available, but it does not appear to be doing so well. Weird Beard, what is going on with Valorant? So Valorant is going through a bit of an identity crisis at the moment. I mean, are they... Yes, and here's why. Because um, from you may not see it from the outside in, right? But from the pro perspective, it has been said that Valorant is essentially unwatchable as an eSport. Um, I, I have a lot of qualms. I'll get to them in a minute, but I'm going to play a clip here from Shroud, who was, again, one of the top Counter-Strike players in the entire world and is still, like, one of the biggest streamers on Mixer. He has connections with all these huge guys. And, and this this is what a pro has to say about Valorant at the higher levels. The thing is, this game is the, the, skill, the skill ceiling and the potential is a lot lower than a game like Counter-Strike, right? So, AZK, Brax, Skadoodle, right? Legends. Insane. But they're capped. They're capped, right? So everybody else is going to be on their level. And they're going to have to use their brain to figure out how to beat them. Because there's a cap, right? In Counter-Strike, it's not so much like that. The cap... There's a cap, of course. But the cap is so high up there that sometimes you don't even need a brain. You could just be 
insane. Like so, okay, no, 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 wait, wait, hold on. So, so what I just heard from him was that in Counter Strike, you don't need to think, you don't need a brain, you don't need to strategize, you just go. But in Valorant, the people who are supposed to be the best, they actually have to think about what they're gonna do. They have to use strategy. And that's supposed to mean to me that Valorant is the one that's lagging behind? That yeah. sounds like I'd rather watch that. No, hold on. Before you're so dismissive about it, what he's essentially saying is that in Counter-Strike, you can be strategic, you can have a plan, but if you're like an aim god, you know what I mean? Just freaking amazing at clicking on people's heads, then you can still get by, right? There's only so much aim godness to be had in Valorant. In Valorant? Like, because... To explain a little bit behind the scenes of what Valorant's doing is, like, they made Counter-Strike for dummies, right? Like, in Counter-Strike, one of the big things you had to do is learn how to line up how to throw a smoke grenade and, like, these really complicated maneuvers that you have to do. In Valorant, it's like there's a character who can, like, put smokes anywhere on the map. You just open up the map, you click a button, boop, and that's it. Okay. And, And what he's saying is that the meta is to where once it's found out the best place to, like, put smokes down... That's what's going to be. That's what everybody's going to Everybody's going to follow the same suit. They're all, all going to do the same strategy. Yeah, so it's like you can't necessarily just aim frag somebody out because it's like, okay, everybody does that because the skill ceiling is a little bit lower. You can't do the like super high-level advanced maneuvers. Do you, that. But do you think that that design in Counter-Strike was intentional or does yes. that just... Or does that come from it being an older game and not having being able to refine it as much? No, I think it's that Valorant knew, you know what I mean, that like some of these things were harder. That it's it's it they they went after the people that were Overwatch players. They went after the people that were like, dude, I don't want to invest that much time into a game like Counter Strike to learn how to throw proper smokes and whatnot. Like a lot, just a lot of the characters in Valorant are just shortcuts. For CSGO. And <sighs> and what they're seeing is that at the pro level, right? We talked about it earlier. There, but there's barely a pro level right now. But from the people that they have seen, Skadoodle is like Skadoodle, Hiko, AZK, a bunch of these other guys are the current tops of the top in Valorant. The problem is they were just okay in Counter-Strike. Like they were, they were good, but they weren't like the Kenny S's and like the the amazing players. What it's just as of right now for where it sits, and yes, this could change in another like. It absolutely will change. Months. You're talking about CS:GO that has how many years behind it? A bajillion. And then a game that has barely been out for six months. I think it's just going to be interesting to see if you if Riot is supposed to be making a splash with Valorant, like they're saying that they need to, right? Riot never said that. This was everyone else's expectations thrust upon them based on how well League of Legends is doing. I, I just, I want to see where it is in another few months, and if it still hasn't grown, they, they might be in trouble. That's all I have to say. So you don't know for sure, but you don't think Valorant is going to be able to live up to the hype? It's tough. It's We're close. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's it's only been out for two, like two, three weeks at this point. Fair enough. It's very, very early. But mechanically, you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to go back in and redo the mechanics of an entire game. After it's been out, it's, it's out. Like, they'll refine, but they're not going to blow the entire house down. Alrighty, you're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We know a lot of our listeners love gaming, but life comes at you fast, and you don't always have the time to keep up on the gaming news, let alone all the latest games. So we're bringing you The Patient Gamer. Each week, Robbie and Weird Beard are going to tell us about a hit game that came out a few years ago or more that you might have missed. Something that's easy to get into and well worth the time. Weird Beard, 
What game are you suggesting this week for the patient gamer? This week, I'm bringing you a game that's straight out of a Tom Cruise sci-fi movie. Ooh. This is Deus Ex Human Revolution. The year is 2027. It's a time of great innovation and technological advancement. It's also a time of chaos and conspiracy. I don't even know whose side I'm on. So Deus Ex or Deus Ex Human Revolution is an action role-playing video game. Um, And really what it is is if you've ever played... Or watch The Matrix, and you're like, ooh, ooh, yeah, I want to be in that kind of a future. I want to be Neo. That's exactly what this game is. It's like it combines stealth elements and RPG elements. Uh, there's some first-person shooter stuff in there, um, and even a little bit of Fallout, right? Like you have to make choices that may affect one group of people or another. There's a lot of sneaking around and trying to avoid detection. Like there's actually an achievement. I actually played this game and tried to get like all the achievements. There's an achievement to get through the entire game without being spotted or setting off a single alarm. Did you do it? I did not. So, like, I ah, failed. Part I, of the- I thought that I did. Like, I got through and didn't set anything off, but then when I got to the end, it's like, oh, no achievement. So it's like, all right, I don't know what you want me to do then. Right. A lot of the story uh, resol- revolves around the main character and uh, these things called augmentations and about whether it's okay or not to, like, add things to your body. And, and when do you stop being a human? When do you become... Like a cyborg yeah. or like a robot? As, exactly. as you play through it, that's like your progression is being so able to So that's where the human revolution yourself. part comes in? Correct. Okay. Ooh, look at the big yeah. brain on James there. Look at that big old brain, Robbie. You see it? Yeah, 600 <laughs> IQ. <laughs> um, so it's currently on Steam. If you have an, uh, a PlayStation 3 or an Xbox 360, you can always go back and play it. But it is on Steam, uh, the Wii U, and Mac if you're playing video games on a Mac for whatever reason. Um, and, and it takes quite a bit of time because it is an RPG. It has upwards of 60 hours of gameplay okay, you got some uh, good time. tucked in there if you want to go through every single you know, doodad that the game kind of involves. You know, I'll give it to you, Weird Beard. This one, this was an okay one. Usually you bring some duds to the patient gamer, but I'll back this one up. I will give you three out of five stars of this patient gamer. I think that's a compliment. Not bad. It is a compliment. Not bad. All right, well, there's your patient gamer recommendation. Thank you so much, Weird Beard. Even got a compliment from Robbie Landis. Big day. On this one. Well, coming up, what game would you like to be revealed as a launch title for the PlayStation 5? We'll share your answers when we come back on Checkpoint XP. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. In the Overwatch League, things are once again underway, but running differently than normal. It looks like Blizzard is sticking with their strategy of running monthly tournaments. The first couple weeks of the month will be used for seeding before the tournament proper wraps up the month. The League of Legends Summer Split will be running weekly all throughout the summer. You can tune into the LCS matches starting on Fridays each week, with matches running through Sunday evening. The playoffs are slated at the end of August into September. Evo, the largest fighting game tournament of the year, will be held completely online this year. It'll be held over the course of five weekends starting on July the 4th. The Fortnite World Cup has officially been axed for this year. Even before COVID-19, we hadn't heard much information on what the plans were for the event in 2020. For our CSGO fans, ESL is currently on break in between seasons. As of now, the ESL is scheduled to get underway once again on September the 4th. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, make sure you head on over to our website. You can find that over at CheckpointXP.com. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. 
Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weird Beard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and someone who is not excited for the new Ratchet and Clank, me. James Campbell. You know, you're crazy. No, you're not alone. But here's what I will say. I feel like everyone has that like platformer from their childhood, right? Yeah. I never played Ratchet and Clank. I never played Banjo Kazooie, right? But I was big on Jack and Daxter. That was mine. Mine would just be Mario. I, That's I fair. never played any of the, any of the Crash other ones. Crash Bandicoot. I played a little bit, but I wasn't all Spyro in. Spyro the Dragon. No, oh. no way. What? Uh, <laughs> what? No way. To me, at the time when those games were out, I was too cool. I was too grown oh, he up. Was, he, to was a, he was a big boy. I was playing yeah. Resident Evil. Resident Evil 8? You picking that one up? No. <laughs> too scary. <laughs> All right. The big PlayStation 5 reveal event happened last week, and everybody is really hype on what they saw. Was it everything you dreamed it would be? Well, we asked on social media what game you would like to be revealed as a launch title for the PlayStation 5, and we have your answers. That's right. But first, before we get to your answers, we're going to talk ourselves out here, you know, what we'd like to see. So again, launch title means that day one, when that sweet PlayStation 5 and its little taco mini cam is put on the shelf, what game has to be along with it for you to pick it up? James, you weren't really hype on this, but what game could come out at launch that would get you hyped? You know what? I would actually consider it if that Star Wars game we spoke about earlier in the show, Ooh, if that the, was available uh, at launch, game. the squadron first, game, first person you stuff. might pull me into the store, midnight release, to get the system in the game, knowing that I can play and pilot the Millennium Falcon with the PSVR on. Here's the problem, though. One of the things they haven't mentioned yet is what PlayStation VR integration looks like oh, no! with the PS5. It's not to say that it won't be there, but as of right now, we don't know. Mr. Weirdbeard, what's Um, your launch title? I have a whole list. Of course you do. Give us one. How many weird indie ones do you have on there? None. I want a new Time Splitters game. I want a new, like... I want a, a first-person shooter that's not, yeah, like, okay. based on, like, the gun mechanics. And, like, I want a funny, goofy kind of, Is Time of, Splitters, like, like, the one of the, arc- the arcade game where you step on the pedal to, like, go into cover no, and step No, you're thinking, off? what is that? That's Time... Time uh, Crisis. Time Crisis. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, but, no, I get you. All, like, all first-person shooters nowadays have more of a focus on the competitive edge of the multiplayer. I just want a good, like, campaign first-person shooter. Borderlands 3. Yeah, exactly. Like, that Dino Crisis would be amazing. Um, and the... I really was hoping for like Chrono Trigger if they did a Chrono Trigger remake or even like a you're you're gonna get a remaster before you get a remake I don't even care dude they're too focused on Final Fantasy 7 right now tell me a little bit more what's Chrono Trigger like Uh, Chrono Trigger is like one is the the quintessential if it's not a like if it's not Final Fantasy it's Chrono Trigger okay so it's a game in the same vein as Final Fantasy yes Yes. gotcha so for me guys honestly I don't think it's gonna be a launch title I hope it is but I got just about all the announcements that I needed out of that and for me it was definitely Horizon 2 Forbidden West the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn when I first saw the trailer you know so so many E3s ago and you see this you know redhead with a bow and arrow fighting these mechanical dinosaurs everyone was like dinosaur robots come on like everyone wrote that game off and I'm like this is gonna be a hit and I was right for everybody else was I'm so hyped off the sequel. All right, you're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We're talking about what games you would like to see revealed as launch titles for the PlayStation 5. We just talked about what we'd like to see. Now we're going to get to what you told us on social media. 
So a lot of people, and, and, and honestly, I'm a little appalled here at your lack of creativity. A lot of people, as much as they like to complain about all the remasters and remakes and reboots. I bet it was all remakes. A lot, a lot of people of want to see remakes and reboots. Yeah, like Matthew here wants a remastered HD version of Final Fantasy VI. Uh, I don't know. Was that even one of the better of the Final Fantasy games? Uh, sort of. FF Seven, Final Fantasy Seven was yeah, the that one was that like, like the turned big everybody one. onto it. So your hipsters, right? That are like, oh yeah, Final Fantasy's cool, but Final Fantasy Seven isn't the best one. They'll say either five or six it's is like your six. Okay, yeah, so if you're whatever. too cool for seven, you're exactly. cool with six. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we actually got a lot for this one. Uh, Adam, Chris, Latif, and William. All want Grand Theft Auto 6, and William wants it set in Vice City. It's never Ooh. going to happen until they are no longer able to port uh, GTA 5 to, like, all the new consoles. Which, by the way, GTA 5 is going to be a launch title. Yeah, they're going to, yeah. they're never, you know, why would they make something new when they can just sell you the same thing again and you'll, you idiots It's already been, it. isn't that one of the most profitable pieces of media ever, ever made? Too? And it's about to be even, even more. more profitable Cha-ching. on Cha-ching. the PlayStation Five. That is correct. Let's see. Uh, Michael and Matt and Ghostless all want the next God of War, a sequel for the PlayStation Four one, the most recent one. That dude, just came if out. they if they put as much love and polish into a non-launch title that they did with this last God of War, I'd be in to see it. I think it could sell me. Oh yeah, no, it, it was it basically revitalized the entire franchise. So for sure. Uh, all right. I'm going to have to call out both Fred Show and Nick here, who obviously didn't even watch the reveal event. Fred Show, first of all, says he wants, as a launch title on the PlayStation 5, The Last of Us 2. Fred Show, I got some news for you. If you're listening to this show, The Last of Us 2 is already out on PlayStation 4. Just go play it. And for Nick, he wants Horizon 2. Same as me. So, all right, cool. Of course, Robbie's going to be like, oh, that's a good answer right well, there. Well, I thought he's about to light him up for not watching the reveal, but instead he's like, hey, bro, yeah, you want Horizon 2? Pound that face. <laughs> Let's see. Scott says that he would like a Dead Space. Another Dead Space would be sweet. I feel like the third one didn't do all that well. Isn't that how many they have so far? They have a trilogy out? Yeah, they have three in the Dead Space, and four was originally canceled. So. Ah, that's right. Sorry. So, unfortunately, Scott, probably not going to be happy. Uh. Yeah. Jesse wants a Mass Effect trilogy remaster. Now, to be fair, no. To be fair, this is rumored to be in the works. We'll probably see it on the PS4 before the PS5. Uh, but uh, I-, I think a lot of people are owed this. I think a lot of people need this. This is something that definitely deserves to be remastered. You feel like you're owed quickly. it, Robbie? Absolutely. Do they change the ending of three? No. What? Nope. First of all, they changed. They changed it once already. Yeah. You live with what you get. The experience is in the journey, <laughs> not the end. Justin has an interesting one here. He would like to see a Mandalorian video game. Ooh, yeah. I wouldn't be mad about he that one bit. Like, yep, all right. Yeah, Star Wars, okay. What if it was like an RPG? What if this is a 60-hour RPG game? You'd actually play it? I would actually put the time into it. If I could be the Mandalorian. The oh, Mandalorian. This is the way. If you could be the Mando, all right. And if cool. I get to keep the child, too? <laughs> Heck yeah. I feel like, you know what? The child, it should be a lot like the, the Mario Galaxy second player where you got to control like the little star. Yep. You don't do a whole lot. Or like Tails back on Sonic, right? Where you could kind of play a little bit, but really you weren't actually doing anything. I just right? hope the PlayStation video game developers are hearing this conversation and make it come true. Yeah, that's right. Sign the check. David 
probably has the most unique and original one here. He wants a Lego video game based on Tremors. Okay, can we just... Whoa! <laughs> whoa. This is out there. This guy must have smoked some bomb... Yes. Some bomb dank before this... I will say, the Lego game series are amazing, and everybody writes them off because they think they're for kids. They, they are for kids. They seem like they're for kids, but they are challenging. They're very good, but... What the hell would you do the Tremors? in the Tremors video game? Who cares? I'm up for it. Is Kevin, isn't Kevin? is Kevin Bacon in the Tremors? One yes. of the Tremors? If Kevin Bacon's in there, I'd play it. <laughs> Lego Kevin Bacon. Yeah. All right. We got uh, both Mark and Robin uh, would like Final Fantasy 16. All right. Look, anyone out there waiting for Final Fantasy 16, I have some news for you. You're probably going to have to wait another decade or two. Like, Square Enix is already known for a troubled, long development but the last Final Fantasy took over 10 years to develop, and now they have the Final Fantasy VII games that they're focusing on. You ain't going to see 16 for a long, long, long time. What do you think Never. you'll see first? They'll remaster another game, or they'll come out with a new one? They'll, they'll remaster, remaster another every game, game oh, they sure. have. Everyone. <laughs> they'll remaster the remasters at this point. So, uh, Steven here, he is not picky. Steven says, something new and unexpected that I never knew that I want. I guess maybe that maybe that's probably a little bit picky and not really putting enough creativity That sounds like it. when I try to get my girlfriend to pick a restaurant when I'm oh. like, hey, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Do something good. Yeah. Just food. I, food. Has she ever hit you with that one? Yeah. What do you want to eat? Food. Yeah. Like, like, no, you know what? duh. Starve. <laughs> You're listening to Checkpoint XP. You're home for esports and video games. We love hanging out on some of these awesome stations that host us each week. We love you. KFNC-FM in Houston, Texas. WBZ-FM in Boston, Massachusetts, and 101 WRIF HD2 in Detroit, Michigan. Thanks so much for being a part of the Checkpoint family. Now that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening on your radio station. Make sure you head over to CheckpointXP.com. And a big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and producer Callie for helping put this episode together. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Checkpoint XP. We'll talk to you again on the next level.